everyone. I'm Allison Frederick, Social Media and Content Manager at McGraw-Hill Higher Education. And I wanted to welcome you to our You're Hired podcast series. In 2018, we conducted a future workforce survey of 1,000 students and only 41% felt prepared for their careers. Many said that more internships, career preparation networking, career preparation tools, and more access to college career centers would have helped them feel more prepared. So to help bridge this gap, we're proud to sponsor and share our student-centric on-demand podcast series called You Are Hired. Drawing on experts from around the academic and business community, the series offers practical real-world preparation and advice on how to succeed in college and ways in which students can get a jump start on their career. So today we're talking about building your personal brand with Dr. Shane Hunt from Arkansas State University. Shane, I'm so excited to pick your brain today. I saw a riveting presentation you gave a few months back on this very topic. And quite honestly, I wanna know where you were when I was in college. Well, Allison, thank you so much. And, and I'm thrilled to be a part of this podcast and, and a part of this series, which I think is gonna be so beneficial to students. Uh, you know, one of the things that I think that uh, is important to know is that regardless of your major, regardless of your career plans, this concept of building your own brand is something that's going to be essential to your success, and, and so I couldn't be more excited to be here. That's great. And um, real quick, Shane, can you give our audience just a quick update on, on who are you? Who is Shane Hunt? Yeah. No, so, so I am the Arnon Bob Wood Endowed Professor in Sales Leadership and a Professor of Marketing here at Arkansas State University, and I'm also the author of several textbooks, uh, marketing textbooks with McGraw-Hill that are used all across the country and in several countries throughout the world. So get to work with great students every semester and uh, very, very excited to be part of this. Awesome. So let's dive in. Um, Shane, you talk a lot about personal branding. Um, you know, how important is branding to individuals? And really, essentially, what do you mean by that? That's a great question, and I think, you know, when we think about brands, so if you think about brands that as a student that you've come in in, in, context, in context with, if you, if you think about if you hear Coca-Cola, that, that presents an image in your mind. If you think about Disney, if you think about Ford, when you say those brands, when you hear those, when you see a logo or, or, or a slogan, something comes to your mind. And, and I always think that it's important that we draw a line from that, how we feel about those corporate brands, to how people feel about us. So when they say my name, Shane Hunt, yes, I'm, I'm a professor, and yes, you know, I've done these different things, but there's always something that conjures up in the minds of my students, of my colleagues, of my co-authors, of people in my community. When they hear Shane Hunt, what do they think of? And, and that's the same way. So when you think about Disney and you think about happiness or, or joy or princesses or Avengers or whatever, you think about those same things with me. And so what do people say when they hear my name? Do they think hardworking? Do they think kind? Do they think smart? Or do they think somebody who doesn't do what he says he's going to do? They don't think he's someone – they don't think I'm someone that can make things be successful uh, they think I'm dishonest. They think there's some issue. And so every person needs to be aware that every day of their career, every day of their lives, people think of something when they hear their name, and that is their brand. And just like with Disney or Walmart or any other company, that perception becomes reality. And so I think it's very, very critical that students, that young professionals be very intentional on building their brand and on telling a narrative and cultivating a narrative as to what people would say about your brand when they hear it. 
Mm-hmm. And knowing how important a personal brand is, how do you start that as a student? And then what about those who are, are just rarely new to the workforce? What do you, what do you say? What, do you, what advice do you have? Well, when you're starting out, I think one of the things that's really, um, you know, very liberating about that that's fun is you can create the brand that you want. So I think a great exercise when I just told about, you know, what people say when they hear your name, when they think of your brand, I would say if you're a college student right now and you're going through your program and your degree, or if you're a young professional fresh out of school, I would think about it and say, what do I want the people that I work for? What do I want the companies or the nonprofits that I work for? What do I want them to say about me? Like if they said Allison or if they said Shane, what do I want that to do? And then work back from that and say, okay, these are the things that I want them to say. What actions do I have to take every day in order to fulfill that? If I want somebody to say I'm a really dedicated employee, if I show up 15 minutes late and leave 15 minutes early every day, even if that's what I want my brand to be, that's not what it is. And, and branding, just like with anything, is that constant interaction with customers. It's always refining your brand. It's always building on that. And so you have to really be intentional. And I would encourage people to take two or three things and say, this is what I want them to say. And, and then start to work up those strategies on how do I build to that. And, and that would be my advice. And I think it's very exciting because, again, early in your career, you really have the chance to build the brand that you want and that's going to best serve you for the rest of your career. Mm-hmm, totally. And, you know, what do you mean by measuring your own personal brand equity? So one of the things that I often tell my students is this. So if you went in, I teach a big principles of marketing class here at Arkansas State University, and I have 100 students in the class. Those 100 students are across 15 different majors this semester. Right? So every business major, communications, agriculture, biology, theater, anything. And if I went in there and I said, okay, tell me, why I should hire you over everybody else in the class. And everybody that's listening to this that's in college should think about that because if you're all at the same university, the answer can't be, well, I'm getting a degree because everybody else in your class is probably getting a degree as well. So what is it about your brand? What is it about your skill set? What is it about that people think about you or feel about you that would make them willing to pay you more? So, so one of the strongest things in corporate brands, if you think about, and using Disney as an example or Coca-Cola as an example or Apple as an example, those brands hold a special place in the hearts of millions, tens of millions of consumers. And because of that, people are willing not only to keep buying it, but they're willing to pay more. So they're willing to pay more for an iPhone because they have a belief in what Apple does and the, and the product quality in the experiences they've had with it throughout their lives. The same thing for Coca-Cola, the same thing for Mercedes-Benz. And so when you go through that, if you build a brand that people believe that you, Allison, or me, Shane, is higher quality, is better, is more dedicated, is more effective in getting things done, then we've developed a brand that people are not only going to respect, but more importantly, more pragmatically, we've developed a brand that people are going to pay more for. And so I think as students are beginning their careers, young professionals are early in their career, you've really got to think about it. What is it about your brand that would make a company give you a 20% raise or a 30% raise or a different company to double your salary? There has to be real things that are there, and so much of that is tied back to your brand and what people think. And I would extend it to this, Allison. For the students that are listening, your resume is incredibly important for helping you get your first job out of college. But quite honestly, 
if you're doing the right things at building your brand, most of your jobs and most of your promotions after you graduate college, after you get that first job, should be more tied to your brand and someone saying positive things about your name than it is about you going out and sending out your resume to places. And I think people that do a good job developing their brands have seen that part of the success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we, told, we start to see that, too, with products, right? with what our friends say about products, what recommendations say, rather than what the product itself has to say, right? We start looking at this equity, right? And you, you wouldn't go through Amazon and buy something on Amazon without reading the reviews, right? I just, I don't, I don't know any, really anybody who would do that, right? Yep. So why not use that for ourselves? Um, so, so what advice for students do you have for building different brands based on different types of job interviews? So. So there's all kinds of fields that students can get into, right? Um, or if people are looking to switch careers. So what advice do you have for kind of altering that type um, for various different career paths? That's a great question. I would say that the first thing that I would say in building your brand, regardless of your career, regardless of what field you, you want to work in, I would say that brands come down to relationships, right? Uh, so somebody that has a great feeling about uh, Delta Airlines or has a great feeling about Six Flags or, or whatever. It, it's typically from personal experiences, relationships they have with the bank. Think about banks. Banks are very similar in the products that they offer, but it's that brand. It's that brand that I like my bank or I've heard great things about this bank. So it, it, it all comes back to relationships. And I, and I would always say you know, to encourage students to make their brand as strong as possible in every relationships they come in contact with, with people in their groups in college classes, with their professors, with their coworkers, with with friends and family and people that they come in contact with, because all of those things can help in ways that are difficult sometimes to see when you're just starting out in your career. So I, I would say to, to maximize the quality and the value of any relationship that you're in. And the other thing that I would say is to think about what things with your brand. So again, going back to those three things, Let's say that a student wanted to work for a nonprofit, and I have a number of my students who work for nonprofits like, like St. Jude or the United Way or nonprofits like that. One of the things that I've encouraged them to do is ask people that they're potentially interviewing with, ask people that are leaders in those organizations. I serve on the board of several nonprofits in my community. Ask leaders in those organizations what things they're most looking for, right? What things for their best employees, for their best new hires, what words would you say to what would what words would you associate with those people's brands, and then see how that matches with yours? And so I think you really see a lot of things that say, you know, for some of the nonprofits, they want people that are extremely caring, right? They're they're trying to do good in the community and help others. They want people that 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 have great perseverance, because when you're raising money, when you're dealing on a limited budget, as a lot of nonprofits are. They want someone that has the perseverance to overcome that and an optimism and an enthusiasm. And so if those are the things that, that match your brand, if that's who you are, if that's who you are each day of your life, then that's a great fit, and that's a great thing to articulate, not just in that resume, but to articulate in the interview, to articulate in a cover letter, and to share those things and, to, again, to have that brand match. So one of the things that I would always say was the same thing with companies. If you are selling a premium product, you need to have features of that product, whether that's a car or a restaurant or whatever. If you have a premium expensive product, you need to have qualities and features of those products that match that high-end brand that you want to create. 
Well, the same thing's true. You want to match that, and you want to see how your personal brand matches and is a good fit with the company that you want to work for, regardless of for-profit, non-profit, small business, Fortune 500 company. You want to see a match, and those companies and organizations want to see that there's a match there as well. Mm -hmm. That's really great advice. I, I'm just thinking, and I'm like, man, I really wish I would have heard you speak when I was in college. <laughs> I wish I could go back and, you know, give myself some advice uh, back then because I start to cringe on times I kind of reminisce on interviews I've had when I just started out and things I would do much differently, obviously, now. But, you well, know. And, and Allison, I would say that I would say I, I was the same way. So this, you know, what I'm saying now was not the same way I would have answered that question at 20. And and I, you know, made mistakes in early interviews. The thing that I would always say about your brand is just like any brand, just like Pizza Hut or Domino's or Little Caesars or whatever, your brand, your personal brand may be great right now, or there may be parts of your personal brand where you're like, you know what, I didn't show up for that group meeting. I haven't really done a good job interacting with my professors. You know, I'm a so-so worker at, at my part-time job. Those may be all the things that you are now, and those are things that you can't go back and change in time, but you can absolutely stop, start crafting the brand that you want today. And you can do that if you're 20, and you can do that if you're 40, and you can do that if you're 70. And I think being intentional is the most important thing, and then thinking about how all those other actions tie into that and, and getting that brand that you want. Yeah, and I think that kind of leads me into my, my la my, one of my last questions for you is, you know, what kind of flaws would a student need to alter if they aren't having a lot of success getting past an interview? So at first I would think that you have to kind of come to grips with some of your own flaws. You know, sometimes you got to step outside and say, be humble a little bit and say, you know what, this isn't working for me. I need to start looking at what, you know, what I need to do to fix this. What advice do you have for any students looking to, to alter some of their flaws they may have? Well, I think one of, the, one of the top pieces of advice I would give as a professor that I would give as a father is to always be introspective, to always be reflective of your own strengths and weaknesses. Don't lie to yourself. And so if you're having interviews and you're struggling with that part of the process, one of the things that you should really go back and think is why. And, and that's sometimes difficult for us as, as human beings to do. But what is it that's, that, that you're struggling with, right? And, and I think that's a good reason why you do mock interviews and you get feedback and you interact with people and say, how could I improve upon these things? But I think a lot of it comes from the fact that you haven't developed a narrative that makes you stand out. I, I think the bigger problem that I see today is not that people have bad personal brands. There, there's not a ton of people that have bad personal brands. But what there is is there are countless numbers of people especially young professionals, who have not done enough to have a brand that differentiates itself from other brands, right? So going back to that advice I give my students, how would I, why would I hire you over someone else, right? That's an interview-type question. If you don't have a good answer, then what you're left with is I'm going to – if nobody gives a good answer, I'm just going to hire the one that will work for the cheapest. And, and nobody wants to have their personal brand built around the idea of, well, I'll work for less than anyone else. And so I really think you have to say, how do I stand out? What, what, where's the fit? And, and how do I then go about taking that and tying that fit in and tying my strengths, the things that make my brand special and unique, how do those fit into an interview with the company that you're going to work for? 
And that's what I would do. So the same way you do your background research on a company before you do an interview, you should do that same type of research and match it to your skill set. What is it? What are those three or four things that make your brand and make you special? And how do you tie those to the things that General Motors or Ford or whomever wants out of their next product manager, strategic communications manager, next chemist, whatever the case may be? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great advice. And, you know, this actually leads me to my last question. You know, you mentioned resume earlier, and, you know, we know your resume isn't your only part of your brand, right? It's an extension yep. of it. What does your brand look like on social media? So the two things that I would say on, on social media, and, and this is something that I think is obviously incredibly prevalent in our world today. The two things that I would say is, one, I would make sure your brand is very consistent across social media. So one thing that I advise students on is, you know, at the end of the day, you may be on seven, seven different platforms. You may be on Snapchat and Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter and, and all of these other things, and they all have different markets, and they have all different targets in that, and you use them for different reasons. But I would say you need to be consistent. Um, I like to see nice, clean social media when you're building your brand where it's the same picture or a very similar picture. I like to see very similar content associated with that. And, and then the second thing that I would tell you, especially as a professional seeking career advancement, seeking new jobs, is I would take those things that you said that you identified. I want my brand to be associated with these three or four things. And once you've made that identification, I would go through every social media platform that you have and say, if someone didn't know you, if I didn't know you, Allison, and I looked at your social media profiles, whatever platforms those are, would they suggest the same things about your brand that you want me to think? So you've identified what those three or four things are. If I just looked at your social media, if I didn't know you, if I read your posts, if I saw the different things you commented on, would that reflect your personal brand? And that's the thing that I would tell you because those social media platforms are going to be different next year than they are today. They're going to be different 10 years than they are today. But it's important that whatever you're using – is it always tying back to those things you want people to say about you? And if you're doing that, regardless of the platforms, regardless of how technology changes, you're going to be well positioned to really utilize your brand to help you move forward in your career. This is so true. Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, I couldn't, I could not ask that being a social media manager myself, but yep. I appreciate that. And um, you know, I think we're kind of on our time here, but I just wanted to say thank you so much, Shane, for joining us today. We, we greatly appreciate it. I already feel smarter just by talking with you. And, you know, thanks to our audience for joining. And uh, don't forget to rate today's podcast uh, in the iTunes store and stay tuned for more episodes in the Your Hired podcast series. We talk a lot more about career development, social media, the whole nine. So I look forward to continuing uh, this series with everybody. Uh, and we'll talk soon. And thanks again, Shane. Have a great one. Thank you very, thank you very much. Everybody have a great day. Thank you all.